Welcome to this very special episode of Broadway Radio. My name is Matt Tamanini. We are going to be talking about the things that we got wrong about 2021 and the things that we hope to get right in 2022 when it comes to the American theater. Uh, I am joined, as always, by the great and the good Ashley Steves. Ashley, how are you? I'm doing great here in 2020 or 2021, whatever year it may be. 2016, I have no idea what year it is. Could be anything at this point. We are, Who knows when this episode will drop? Yeah, we'll drop it uh, the week. This will come out the week before uh, New Year, so it'll still be in 2021, I promise. Um, and we are also joined by the equally great and good Grace Aki. Grace, welcome. It's good to see me, isn't it? <laughs> Very well done. Very well done. So last year, we started this new tradition of making predictions about the coming year uh, of theater news, of theater events, of theater stuff. Um, I'm, I remember what mine was. I don't remember what yours were, but Ashley, yeah. you have graciously collected the information from last year, and we're going to go through what it is that we predicted about 2021 mm-hmm. and see how incredibly wrong that we were. So I'm <laughs> going to turn it over to you. You can go in whatever order you want and embarrass us at will, um, but I'll let you kind of guide the 2021 half of this episode. Sure. Great. I did. I went through the arduous task of re-listening to last year's episode, which was fun because we were very wrong. Um, The first thing that we did, though, we talked about the Tonys because we didn't know what was going to happen with the Tonys. And this is, of course, in December that we were talking about the Tonys here. Um, We made our predictions for seven different categories, including Best Play, Best Revival of a Play, and Best Musical. Um, we were a bit mixed. Two of us had, uh, three of the seven predictions, right? And one of us had the, had four out of seven predictions, right? Um, Matt, you were the only one who got a soldier's play, right? Grace and I both said betrayal, but Mm -hmm. I said Moulin Rouge. We all went with three different things and said one (laughs) of us was going to be right for best musical. So I was the correct one there. Happy days to pick Moulin Rouge. Of course, all of us picked slave play for best play, which whelp. Um, But yes, three out of seven predictions correct for Grace, three out of seven predictions correct for Matt and four out of seven for me. So very exciting. Unfortunately, Grace, you were the most wrong (laughs) when it came to the Tonys because your overarching prediction was that there was not going to be a Tonys in 2021. Actually, I think you were the most right then if that was the case. Yeah. Um, Matt, as you said, you remembered yours. You said that that there was going to be twice as many New York productions filmed on stage for major streaming services from the previous year, which the previous year was three. You said that there were going to be six. I can't yeah, remember if you said that it was going to be announced or I, I think you announced. just said announced. Yeah, but that didn't happen either way. But I just want to say this. There are things that haven't been put out. Correct. That's very I mean. true. Yeah, so there's I don't, so I don't know. many. You know it, what I mean? I mean, I do remember specifically saying announced, not that they were coming out. There, I, yeah. we've, we've talked about this in the in the famous group chat. There are a lot of things that have been filmed, and there's a, a lot. Yeah, a certain a certain union has been working overtime to prevent them from coming out. Um, yeah. So there's, a, I feel like in my heart. I get half credit, but really I don't get any credit because I said announced. But there's a lot of things that 
should have been announced this year that weren't. That's very fair. What were the ones that were officially announced that did technically make it on your I list? Mean, um, so we got um, Come From Away. Um, I feel like we... Is that? I mean, it depends on what we are saying as a major New York production. We did get like Sanctuary City. We did get um, uh, Sweatshop Overlord. So I mean, we did get some yeah, of those which things. Falls into mine, yeah. yeah which so, I mean, they they both overlap for sure. Yeah. So there's a couple. I mean, I, I don't know that I would consider. I would consider Sanctuary City a major New York performance because it was so well received and it was a return production. I don't know that I would consider Christina Wong's Sweatshop Overlord uh, a major. New York production, but yeah, I'll take three. I mean, that's not bad, especially because I know that there's a lot of other things. Um, I think because I think Diana had actually already been announced by the time we did that. Yeah, we were talking about Diana in that episode because we knew Diana was coming to Netflix and it was just a matter of when at that point. Correct. Which, as we talked about today on Broadway Today, uh, will be closing soon. Yeah. So, um, I, I I like the thought process that I had on that one. Don't love the execution, but I'm blaming Kate Schindel. Yeah, fair. Very fair. And then mine was more streaming uh, theater and production in tandem with live productions, which I'm kind of happy with mine, at least stateside. The UK is a bit of a mess, but obviously um, their shutdown was less successful than we Ours was, let's say. Um, but yeah, you mentioned Sanctuary City. You mentioned Christina Wong, Sweatshop Overlord. We're about to have Clyde's, um, which is very That's, cool. Oh, yeah. No, that falls in my. That falls that in falls mine in too. yours yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, and we had Medicine uh, at St. Anne's. There are definitely more that aren't springing Wait, to mind at the did moment. Did I get six? I feel like I'm pretty close to getting six now. Well, again, what are you counting? Announced versus. Well, I, I said announced because <laughs> I episode. thought you also said major streaming platforms yeah major so. streaming platform vimeo to free a mockingbird that happened <laughs> yeah that, that happened Absolutely. They, yeah. i think you did it that yeah i, did. Yeah, I think I you did, did. Yay. Yay. all right so what was grace's prediction was uh, that Grace's the no tony's the tony's stuff. oh okay yeah. okay gotcha okay so oh, pal, i suck okay yeah, so we were we were a mixed sorry. bag we were a mixed we bag we're a mixed bag all right so because i was 100 percent right in mine uh as we have clearly <laughs> figured <laughs> out i'll i'm gonna go first with my 2021 prediction mainly because i don't want okay. one of you two to steal it um cool. which i feel like Ashley, you might steal it, but okay. <laughs> or something close, at least. My prediction for 2022 is that every musical that Stephen Sondheim wrote both the music and lyrics for and that eventually made it to Broadway <laughs> will have a major production of some kind in New York City in 2022 or, yeah. or, or, or announced in 2022. So it might happen in 2023, but it'll be announced by, the, by 2022. So that means, and I'm cheating a little bit because that, that includes 12 shows and five of them already have something coming to New York City already. Yeah. The ones that already are coming to New York City include Anyone Can Whistle. There's going to Master Voices concert starring Vanessa Williams in March. Yeah. Company is already on Broadway, obviously. We think that Merrily We Roll Along is either going to happen at New York Theater Workshop or on Broadway. We know that Into the Woods is coming to Encores. And Assassins, kind of cheating, is still going to be playing in January of 2022. Sure. That leaves A Funny Thing Happened on the Way to the Forum. 
Follies, A Little Night Music, Pacific Overtures, Sweeney Todd, Sunday in the Park with George, and Passion. I'm a little nervous about Pacific Overtures, um, but I feel pretty confident that we're going to get something announced for Forum, Follies, Night Music, Sweeney, Sunday, and Passion at some point. I would even love to see, let's go, let's throw in uh, Saturday Night. Evening Primrose, The Frogs, uh, Roadshow. Saturday Night would probably be like an off-center kind of thing for Could sure. Be. Totally. That's Ashley. They you... just did Roadshow a few years ago there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know that they're, um, uh, Height, the Heights players in Brooklyn just did Getting Away with Murder. And I was they so did. sad that I couldn't go see it while I was in town. But let's yeah. throw that in. Let's get a Gypsy with Audra starring in it. Let's get West Side Story oh back. Let's yes, get please. Candide. Let's throw in Candide as well. Um, but but my prediction mm-hmm. is that every musical that Sondheim wrote both music and lyrics for that made it to Broadway will have a major production in New York City either happen in 2022 or announced in 2022. That's very fair. I mean, they've been trying to get Follies and Gypsy over from London forever. And they just talked about like the active development movie, which we know has been mm-hmm. happening for a thousand years mm-hmm. in a thousand different ways. Um, but yeah, that obviously was at least part of mine because we, we've talked about know, that yeah. a little bit. Yeah, of course. We talked about that a little bit on today on Broadway, especially right after his passing, is that it we're going to see everything Sondheim related for the next year. And I am, of course, am not going to be complaining about that. We're mm-hmm. going to see every cabaret imaginable. We're going to see every concert imaginable. We're not even close to, as of now on December 12th, not even close to done with any kind of, you know, memorializing of him. We haven't had the theater memorial yet. We've only had the lights dimming. Um, so there's going to be a lot coming up. I'm sure we're going to see as many productions as possible, even if they're just like week-long runs or like concert yeah. staged production exactly. things. Um, that's going to that's gonna be a huge thing. Um, and I, I have absolutely no problem with that. I'm sure the city as a whole and, you know, Broadway as a whole, especially will greet that openly because I know a lot of people are just really wanting to do his work again right now if they haven't done it in a while or if, even if they're regular collaborators are just wanting to do more of his work right now kind well, of begging for that and I would imagine that some of these things whether they are full Broadway productions off-Broadway productions um, or those concert productions or week-long things that like encores or whatever I would imagine they could probably get some pretty good stars right now to do those shows oh 100% uh, <laughs> like, and again everyone wants to be doing something right now exactly and I wouldn't be surprised surprised if uh, you know we don't really know what the status is of this new show that he was working on with David Ives we don't know you know Steve was a notoriously slow writer especially as he got older so we don't know what they did the th- workshop with Nathan and Bernadette and then you know there's been at least one lyric released from it that was part of a telegram yeah. oh, article. Gosh, yeah. They had, had originally mm-hmm. said that they were working towards Broadway but we don't know if that meant that Steve had to write the second act still or whatever. We just don't, we haven't gotten anything confirmed, but I would imagine that if it is anywhere close to being presentable, it'll make its way to the stage in some form or another. Oh, definitely. Definitely. All right. So was that your prediction too, Ashley, or where that was, that was certainly part of mine and I will be a good sport and and provide another one too. Um, No, no, no. Go uh, with the one your heart feels the most of. I I don't want to steal it. I mean, I just (laughs) wanted to get mine out first, but we can, we can double up. That's fine. It was, it's always a very Sondheim affair for me. Um, But I will say 
as far as something else and a prediction that I didn't expect to make midway through 2021, but after the success of like Tick, Tick, Boom and West Side Story, but also like in the Heights and what looks like will be the Cyrano uh, musical adaptation as well. I expect to see a lot more musicals developed into some screen property. We just talked about Follies, um, you know, be it as a film or TV. I think actually seeing them get made and made in a timely manner will probably mean that very specific directors keep getting stuck with them for a bit. But I feel like mm-hmm. there we're in what may be as close to like a second golden age of movie musicals that than we've ever been in for a while because of the success of you know the aforementioned tick tick boom and west side story especially um and even in the heights which even saying even in the heights which was absolutely beautiful but unfortunately kind of ended up getting swept under the radar because it happened so long ago at this point and time moves so quickly um but yeah, I expect to see, I, I expect people will see the success of those movies and want to try, try, try movie musicals and see if they can expand some of those stories in interesting ways for the screen in ways that hasn't been done yeah. in a while. Yeah. I love that. Uh, and, you know, we already know, obviously, the the Wicked film is in development from John Chu, who also <laughs> directed. Well, but they've announced casting, which is something that true, moves yeah. forward. But like you said, he directed In the Heights. And because this one's getting turned around so fast, it's another uh, one that he's doing. A certain film director who finally, late in his career, did his first movie musical that was released three days ago um, is also rumored mm-hmm. to be taking over production for another long-developed movie musical. Um, so we will see mm-hmm. if that ends up happening. Um, so yeah, I think that there is certainly uh, an appetite for that. I, as we have talked about here on today on Broadway with both in the Heights and now West Side Story, the box office hasn't been great. Dear Evan Hansen as well hasn't been great. So yeah. I hope that the studios realize that that is just an element of the movie going times 100%. that we're in because, yeah. because in the Heights, Tick, Tick, Boom, which is on Netflix, but did have a limited release, you know, for awards consideration. Um, and then West Side Story were all great and, and really well-received films. So hopefully that they can look at that rather than just the box office and realize that there is uh, life for these films uh, beyond just the box office. So, Grace, um, what is your prediction for 2022? Okay, so I kind of... I wanted to talk about the movie musical bit. So I'm glad that you hit on all that because that was Mm. one of my predictions. Uh, But I wanted to say that I think that due to the tick, tick boom of it all, I think what we might have is a couple of like straggler, lesser known uh, box office, big hit movie musicals. And rather we might have like, you know, anyone can whistle starring Anne Hathaway. Like we're going to fit these like huge <laughs> mega stars in a show that might not be a household name because of people like Lin-Manuel yeah. that are producing, that are putting it on these streaming platforms, smaller budgets, et cetera, et cetera. But then they pay out, you know, for these big stars. And I, I just, I think that that might be a way that some of these smaller studios can capitalize on the boom of uh, the movie musicals. But I, I think that all of it stands on the Academy Awards. If they are not received well at the Academy Awards, I do not think that the studios will greenlight movie musicals for a while because of the investment that they've placed on it. Um, It's always a gamble for these studios to decide to 
do some kind of theatrical anything. So if they decide that it is not a good opportunity for them after these awards, I think that we're going to have a very long dry spell. But if any of the, you know, in the Heights, um, West Side Story, Tick, Tick, Boom, Dear Evan, Shannon um, gets an award, (laughs) then I think that the studios are going to double down and say, okay, like what's something that we can harvest like a a lesser known and like even like a, a title of show with Nick Kroll, John Mulaney. Like, I mean, yeah. you just said that earlier and I literally pictured, but wait, they could maybe even do that show. I know. Um, you know what I mean? Um, so Matt, please. Jenny Slate. Hello. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think that, I think that that's my prediction for movie musical. I just want to take it one step further to say that it might go a different direction. What you mentioned title of show and anyone can whistle. Do you have a prediction as to what, maybe not a prediction, like you're saying it's going to happen, but like a show that you think would be great to follow in this from a kind of a lesser known niche show? Well, I shouted out earlier today, Next to Normal, um, starring Katrina Link and Rachel Ziegler, which was funny <laughs> because people really jumped on it. And I merely was saying that they uh, have a similar facial structure. They do. Yeah. <laughs> and they're both like beautiful, talented women and um, could be unhinged. So like in a, in a positive yeah. way, like they could yeah. play that, not like they are that. Um, but yeah, so I think that something like that, that did have critical success, but is not a household. Like, you know, if you can't, if you're, if your aunt that brings banana pudding on Saturdays name the musical that one is probably the one if it's not cats or phantom it's a lesser known we all know next to normal but I have to think of like the global majority so you're not my ragtime movie adaptation please I was gonna go star mites but ragtime would work as well yes thank you Mm -hmm. like a like a like a parade on Netflix you know wouldn't that be hot I don't I'd know if hot's the right word, but it. I will yeah, say right? this. The Atlanta um, pencil factory where it all actually happened does have beautiful apartment complexes inside, which really haunt me because of what happened to that little girl. So I'm just saying mm. that if you are in that area and you're looking at apartments, do some research. Yeah, that is creepy as hell. I uh, I don't know why anyone would want to live there. That's really weird. Um All right. Well, folks, these are our predictions for what is going to happen in the theater world in 2022. But I'm going to spring something on you two uh, that we did not prepare. Uh, We talked about the Tonys at the beginning of the episode. But I just want to know what you both think um, is going to win the Tony Award for Best Musical this year. Ooh, like Best New Musical? (laughs) What's that? You said Best New Musical? Yes, Best New Musical, not Revival. Um, What's eligible? So basically, we have from the pre- uh, everything from this season, obviously, but then like um, we'll still be able to consider Girl from the North Country and Six because yeah. Six technically opened um, in this season, and Girl from the North Country opened last year, but did was not eligible because it hadn't invited critics yet. So you've got mm-hmm. that, you've got the Mrs. Doubtfires, um, mm-hmm. you've got MJ, which just started performances, and then Flying Over Sunset, which is running now, and then everything that's going to be opening in the spring is still eligible. It's hard to say because we still have. I know that's why it's a prediction. They still have a couple shows that I haven't heard anything from, including Paradise Square. I would think maybe six at this point um, for a variety of reasons, but especially the hype of it all. And also, I mean, technically, it did start performances pre-pandemic uh so it's had a very long shelf life at this point okay grace what do you think 
be honest, everything that I've seen thus far doesn't make me say that any of them are a front runner prediction for any yeah. of them. I also have not seen six. So I feel like I'm actually not good. <laughs> like I'm not qualified to answer the question. Well, um, it's just, it, there's so that many that things that are coming in the spring. Like you could pick that's one of really those That's really where too. I'm at. Yeah. Okay. So wait, what's coming in the spring? So the shows that are still scheduled to open, I guess, technically in the spring of 2022 are Paradise Square, um, uh, Grace's favorite upcoming show, Mr. Saturday Night. Um, then we also have The Little Prince, which was just announced, which I guess is, I don't know if that's going to be considered a musical or not, but, um, I think it's going to be considered a play, to be honest with play. you. Yeah. Okay. Um, so yeah. that, that we'll put that in, in, in play. Um, uh, maybe Sing Street. Um, but that's really it as of now, because we have Beetlejuice coming back, but that won't be eligible. Um, so we've got those coming up in the spring, but also Girl from the North Country, Six, uh, Mrs. Doubtfire, Flying Over Sunset. Um, am I forgetting anything else from the fall? Uh, oh, MJ. Uh, MJ, MJ just started and performances. Fire and Diana. And, oh, Diana. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so yeah. Th- those are what we know as of now. Of course, something else might swoop into a theater that we don't know. But um, uh, Ashley, you said six. Grace, do you have yeah. just a random prediction? Yeah, as 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 far as creative team slash like branding and like recognition, because I think that that's what we kind of have to go with for this prediction. I'm going to say Flying Over Sunset or Sing Street. Um, I've seen mm. neither. So there you go. Uh, but based on like if I was just to say, like, what do I think? Because this is a prediction question. Um, I think that both of them have been, uh, you know, their teams are respectable enough to already have like garnered that kind of like recognition. And also like they're highly anticipated shows. Uh, I know that, you know, people have already started seeing Flyover Sunset and we don't know about when spring, uh, spring. Wow. I'm just wanting spring awakening to come back. That's what it is. <laughs> um, the first thing street to, to finally make its appearance. Uh, but I know that the, some of the guys in the band have started uh, other bands because they are putting out music. So good for them. They, but they said, you know, we're coming, we're coming to Broadway in the spring. And I was like, okay. Well, um, so yeah, that's my prediction. I, that's the thing that, sorry, that's no, the thing that as far as like name recognition and everything mm-hmm. goes, like that's where six falls in for me. Like even with Flying Over Sunset, which I expect to be great and completely oh, up my alley and want not. to be amazing. <laughs> Shut up. I know. <laughs> but like, I feel like it's so out there of a show that I don't know that Tony voters are going to grab onto it in the same way, like a weirdo like me would. I feel like six has that level of attachment across the board. You, you know what other show is very well might have that attachment. Mm. And that's MJ. Mm-hmm. So yep, 100%. I, yeah. I, yeah. Lynn Nottage, Lynn Nottage. Exactly. Lynn so, Nottage. MJ. I think I had been saying that I thought if the Tonys had happened as scheduled in 2020, I guess 2020, I thought that Girl from the North Country would win based off of the reviews that it got, because the reviews tend to fall in line pretty well with the Tony nominations. Um, And it was the best reviewed musical of that season to that Mm. point. Um, I then when I by the time I saw six, I thought that I that was the best musical that I saw this season. I think I saw all the musicals that season up until that point. Um, but I still struggle with the fact that I don't know that it might be too slight to win yeah. for Tony voters. And also, yeah. And also we've talked about this a lot because there's this conventional wisdom that says, Oh, the people that vote for the Tonys, they're the, the people that are on the road and they want to pump up the big shows, um, so that they can have it. 
that's wrong. The, right. the the big name shows that have a following don't need it. Now, I don't know how Six falls in that. It's so well known in our community, but does it need yeah. a little bit of help? So maybe they do want to support that. Um, or Girl from the North Country, they might want to throw the award on that. But I just kind of get the feeling that with a team of like Lynn Nottage and Christopher Wielden uh, and the Michael Jackson catalog, like I, you know, we've all talked about how we feel about the show. Um I think like MJ has a really good shot of winning. So I, if I had to pick one, I would, I would go between the Bob Dylan musical and the MJ musical. And because it's newer, I'm going to go with the MJ musical. And I say uh, MJ, um, is my prediction. I've also heard it's amazing. So if you can, you know, you know, in and like in a vacuum, the show is amazing. Um, there's a lot of things that'll probably be discussed when it opens in February. Um, and there might be protests. Who knows? But, uh, I, that would be my prediction as of now. And I don't feel great about it, but just mm-hmm. reading the tea leaves, that's, that's kind of what I feel. Yeah. It's going to be tricky because I think one in talking about like, would six need the help six is also as we've talked about one of those really odd shows that mm-hmm. had like this big international tour became before it came to broadway and broadway was like a tour stop essentially and now it's kind of parked yeah. here obviously as a consequence of the pandemic and it's going to be here for a bit but like it's got the international recognition and then you know as you said talking about mj and all the controversy around michael jackson like what is that going to look like when we have opening like are there going to be protests are it, are the reviews going to be great are the reviews going to note the controversy in but, and all we'll, the ways we'll that it. it should I mean, will ticket yeah. buyers care? Like everybody knows yeah, yeah. this already. Like, do they care if Jesse Green mentions it or Helen Shaw mentions it? I don't know yeah. that that makes a difference whatsoever. Exactly. Exactly. So yeah, it's it's going to be a tricky one, and I'm not like. I'm not in the same way Grace was like, there's nothing that's really like, oh, yeah, obviously this should win because it's like the best thing ever. Uh, There's nothing so far that really stands out for me in that way. And it has been the case for a lot of seasons for, you know, recently, let's be honest, of just like is the best musical really the best musical here? I mean, I think they've got it right in a lot of years recently, eating dating, even dating back to something like once where you get where that kind of surprise mm. when fun home surprise, when a gentleman's got to love and murder yeah. surprise when like they've done a pretty good job of rewarding the artistic smaller shows um, in a lot of years when they very well could have gone with something bigger and a little flashier and sure. a little more well-known. So I actually think they've gotten the right musical a lot, not all the time, obviously, in recent years, in the past 15 years-ish, decade to 15 years. So, uh, I meant but, more in the case of like, do I find these choices exciting, which yeah, I don't. No, I, yeah, I, I, I like a lot of the shows in this season. Um, I liked Girl from the North Country more than a lot of people did. I love Six, um, but nothing screams out to me like this is something that needs to go down in the annals of Broadway history yeah, as the best musical. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let us know your predictions for 2022, whether that is something ethereal and and obtuse or something specific like the best musical winner at the Tony Awards for 2022. I'm already going to go for the record on 2023 and say it's going to be Limpica. I thought that yeah. was going to win in 2021, um, but we will see Limpica on Broadway, hopefully in next season. So we'll see what happens there. Uh, but you can reach out to us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Broadway Radio. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at BWW. Matt, Ashley, where can 
people find you? I'm only referring to myself as ethereal and obtuse <laughs> from now on, by the I mean, way. You can, find, <laughs> you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at No, this is Ashley. Grace, where about you? Where can we find you? You can find me in a dark, dark hole at It's Grace Aki. <laughs> Lovely. Happy New Year, everybody. Thank you for supporting <laughs> us. Head over to patreon.com slash Broadway Radio so you can continue supporting us in 2022 so that we can make all of this ridiculous content uh, available mm-hmm. for you across multiple platforms. Have a great week. Have a great New Year. And we will talk to you soon. Mm-hmm.